Hi everyone and welcome to the show. My name is Michael Cloud and I am the owner of Soul CrossFit. This podcast along with my coaching practice aims to help busy adults such as yourselves tackle your health and fitness goals as part of what they might be. Hi everybody and welcome to today's podcast. On today's podcast we're going to be answering the question, are all calories equal? One of our members asked a great question in our Facebook group yesterday. They asked, hey, is eating a thousand calories of so-called junk food the same as eating a thousand calories of a single ingredient food? Would you get the same energy, the same results? In other words, if I eat the same amount of calories of junk food as I do whole food, would I receive the same level of energy measured by calories and results? Anyway, this this question I think um, is really, really uh, quite common. And so that's why we're going to feature on our podcast today. And so hopefully you find some value in it. And anyway, I got investigating. And first of all, I should reference before I go any further with the podcast, where am I getting my information from? Um, Obviously, everybody's going to have a bias towards where they draw their information from. Uh, Most of mine is from a company called Precision Nutrition. They claim to be the world's number one rated nutrition certification company. So again, they've got a pretty good backing. But how do I like how did I find out about them? Well, they previously had ties with CrossFit and they are still the chosen preferred course of study for CrossFit trainers around the world who are looking to improve their ability to teach, coach, um, or even just understand nutrition from an educational point. So um, that's where most of my references will come from throughout this podcast. I'll leave uh, some links to and description in the descriptions so you guys can go ahead and check out these articles for yourself and draw the, exactly that. You can draw whatever, whatever uh, conclusion you want from the information available and make your own decisions. But on with the podcast. So I'm going to start with, well, when like when a calorie isn't a calorie okay so we're going to talk first of all about the thermal effect of food everyone usually knows that calories are just a measure of energy okay so the weight change so for example like your body weight your weight change depends on the balance between two things energy in versus energy out right we all know this as the energy balance equation And we also kind of roughly know what that entails, right? So energy out includes the really obvious things. So I'm going to expend energy when I exercise or through my daily physical activity, all right? Also known as activity metabolism. Energy to keep you alive at rest, right? That's your basal basal metabolic rate. And your energy added to the body like amino acids to muscle and fat to fat tissues. The less obvious things are like energy lost in waste. So you actually expend energy when you go to the toilet. And also energy that we use when we want to digest the foods that we eat. So we actually also lose energy when we eat. And so that's actually one of the basis, or the basis, I should say, of where our argument kind of lies today. So energy seems simple, right? How many calories were in the spinach salad or the bagel or ice cream sandwich that you ate? Uh, summer's coming, ice cream sandwiches are on the go. Love it. But it turns out that energy in is just as complex as energy out because of the energy cost of digesting food. Digesting food costs us energy. But how much energy? Do different types of foods cost us different amounts of energy? Do some foods require more digestion than others? And in short, the answer is actually yes. And this is why not all calories are the same. So have you ever wondered why celery, for example, has a negative calorie measurement? Well, that's because it takes more energy for you to break down and absorb than the celery contains. 
Eating costs us calories. Calories to chew, swallow, churn the stomach, make the acid in the stomach, make enzymes, and so forth. Scientists have three names for this phenomenon. Dietary-induced thermogenesis, thermal effect of food, and specific dynamic action. On average, a person uses about 10% of their daily energy expenditure simply just digesting and absorbing food. But this percentage changes depending on the type of foods that you're eating. For example, like protein takes the most energy to digest. In fact, 20 to 30% of the calories that you digest from protein simply just go towards that, digesting protein, all right? So if you eat, for example, 100 calories worth of protein, your body's actually having to use between 20 and 30 calories just to digest and absorb the protein, okay? Carbohydrates are just behind that with about 5 to 10%, and then fats are about 0 to 3%. So again, going back to our argument, it means that if I'm eating 100 calories worth of carbohydrates, my net calories of the carbohydrates are around 90 to 95. And if I'm eating 100 calories worth of fat, I'm getting around 97 to all 100 of those calories. This is where we start to see that a calorie is just a calorie might not be all that helpful. Back to Matt's question for a moment. Are calories consumed from junk food the same as calories consumed from whole food or single ingredient foods? Well, actually, there was a study conducted in 2010 that literally sought to find out the differences in energy expenditure between a whole food diet and a processed diet. I have linked the study here in the show notes for you to, again, go through it yourself if you really want to and draw any conclusions or read about the conclusion, but I'm going to summarize their findings here. Just as a quick one, the study compared what happened when 17 volunteers ate a whole food versus a a processed food meal. Volunteers were all of normal weight and around about 25 years old. The researchers used the term meals rather loosely since the meals were actually just cheese sandwiches. Um, And in this study, the metabolic impact of whole food sandwiches made of multigrain bread and real cheddar cheese were compared to processed food sandwiches that were made of white bread and a processed cheese product, which we don't know. Though the researchers called the sandwiches whole food and processed foods, both are processed, but just to a different degree. Okay, so that should be taken into account when we're looking at the results and the data from this study. But overall, they found that processed food or junk food takes less energy to digest and absorb when compared to whole foods. So, in essence, 100 calories of processed foods ends up being more net calories than 100 calories of whole food. So if you're trying to lose weight, the best thing you could do is try and eat real food, try and eat whole foods. They're going to be a better option as you can more likely eat more volume of food while still remaining towards that calorie deficit that you need in order to lose weight. Something that our current 28-day nutrition challenges have just started yesterday. Um, It goes against the same thing. At the moment, they're trying to eat around 800 grams of fruits and vegetables per day. They're actually going to eat probably more than they've ever eaten in their entire life daily for the next 28 days. And the result should be the result is they're going to lose some weight. So... If, again, if you're trying to gain weight, the opposite is true. You might find that you actually need to include a little bit more of the processed foods for a while just to see that weight gain. The students who participated in the study said they felt no differences in how energetic they felt after eating the two sandwiches. And so they felt no differences in fullness either. Um, and even though the study found that eating whole foods took a whopping 46.8% more energy to digest on average than the processed foods, they still referenced that they didn't feel any differences in their energy. This confirms a lot to me as a nutrition coach. It's really easy for us to think that we are not eating a lot and yet still see the scales go up 
And that's because of two things. One, we're not usually aware of the amount of calories in our food. And two, we are not eating enough of the foods that would make us feel energized, such as fruits and vegetables. As I said earlier, or as we said earlier, a cheese sandwich of any description is processed. In the study, one was just more processed than the other. If you want to feel energetic from your food, you need to be eating way more fruits and vegetables daily. So there you have it. I hope that clears a few things up for you. You know, not all calories are equal. You're going to get different results, different feelings from eating different quantities or qualities of food. Um, and so the best thing that you guys can do is really just start to experiment for yourself. You need to track your progress as you start to experiment. You need to like, you need to log what you're actually experimenting with, what you're hoping to find, and you need to conduct your own research into what foods make you feel good, what make what foods take you closer towards your goals, or you can seek a nutrition coach like myself, and we can fast track all of that for you and get you moving towards your goals today. Before you go, here's just a little bit of bonus content for you, and this is something that kind of maybe is uh, intrinsically more linked to to CrossFit which is what is truly a whole food, right? What are we talking about when we when we say whole foods? When judging what whole food and processed foods are, you just need to ask yourself the following questions. What's on the ingredient list? Okay, that's the first question. If you go down to the supermarket and you go to the uh, meat section, and when I want to say meat, I mean the fresh meat section, um, you know, what's on the back of a chicken? What's 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 on the ingredients packet? Usually there isn't an ingredients list with chicken because it is chicken, all right? It's a whole food. It's a single food ingredient, and that would be a whole food. I like to also go down the line of, you know, if I can catch, grow, find it, pick it, um, or kill it, it's probably a whole food, right? It's real food. If it has a, uh, a sell-by date that goes, you know, if it's going to be off within the next week, it's probably food. Do I recognize all of the things that are on the ingredients list? Okay, that's the next kind of question you need to ask yourself. If you don't, it's probably not food. How many steps did this food take to get from its original source to me? That's another great question to ask yourself. If it's gone through, you know, miles and miles of traveling, it's been on the road for a week before it's even got to you, and then it's been going through maybe several different factories and it's had all these ingredients added to it that you don't recognize, you know, the, the more that there is in that process, the more processed food the food is. Does this food come in a, bo in a bag, a box, a can? Again, another insight into how the food you know is has been processed. For a real eye opener, next time you're at the supermarket, take a look at the ingredients of maybe just a few different brands of yogurt and compare the ingredients. A good quality plain yogurt will have two ingredients, milk and bacteria. Other so-called yogurts will have things like sodium citrate, cornstarch, gelatin, pectin, calcium phosphate, potassium phosphate, and sodium phosphate, things that we probably won't find in our kitchens. By the way, you might also be really surprised to see what's in cream. Yep, just plain old cream. Uh, it's often actually just milk with cheap emulsifiers and sweeteners such as dextrose. Uh, but yeah, I hope that helps. Next time in the supermarket, just have a look. You don't have to be obsessive over it. Just have a little look at the backs of some of your favorite foods and just see what you recognize. Team, I hope that helped today and um, yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. Have a great day.